Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning, good afternoon from wherever you are watching. I am so excited to be here once again. It's Friday here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here once again. And if you are just joining me for the very first time, I want you to please like and share this broadcast. Like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Like and share this broadcast. And while you're doing that, I will be doing the same thing on my end. I want to share this broadcast to um, my groups. So please do the same thing. Um, Yes, let's wait for more people to join. How are you? Welcome, 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 everybody. Um, It's indeed a pleasure. Yes, today we will be talking about a very, very important topic. Very, very important because right now in the world, the level of stress is at its peak. So today's topic is related to stress. We will be talking about understanding the science of stress, understanding the science of stress. I want you to please write it down, grab a pen, a notepad, and um, piece of paper, whatever you feel comfortable writing with, I want you to uh, take note of this. Write it down. Understanding the science of stress. Yeah, give me one second. I am trying to share this broadcast on my um, platforms. And I expect that you will do the same thing too. All right, let's see. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yes, 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 yes. If you can hear me, I want you to please type I can hear you in the comment section. I want to be sure that I am not speaking to myself. Yes. Great, 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 great. So good day, everybody, and welcome once again to another very interesting episode of the Morale Booster. And um, my name is Dr. John Ugulu, and uh, I am an author and a speaker. There's one thing that I'm passionate about, and it is helping people discover their purpose. Yes, helping people discover their purpose. Now, the reason why I love to talk about that or help people discover their purpose is because I was once lost. 
I was once living a life without a purpose. And when I made that transition, when I noticed the difference of, you know, the difference between living an intentional life and just living a life on a day-by-day basis without even knowing where you're heading, it's completely different. Now, things have changed for me. When I say things have changed, I'm talking about my understanding of the world, my understanding of humans, my understanding of why I am here on earth. And the moment I figured that out, my life changed. My influence increased. And I vowed that for the rest of my life, all I will do is to help people find their purpose. So if you're just joining me, look, this is the good news. I I want you to know that at the end of this program, at the end of this live broadcast, at the end of this podcast, you would learn so many things. And the next time you would see my face, or the next time you would hear my voice, you would be a different person. So today's topic is understanding the science of stress. So we will be talking about the causes of stress, the effects of stress, and the coping strategies of stress. Yeah, that's what we will be talking about today. I I will do my best to... um, not take much of your time. I know right now a lot of you are thinking of how to go and have fun. But look, information is power, right? So let's get straight to business. Now, when we talk about stress, what's your understanding of that word stress? What what do you understand by that word? by the meaning of that word, stress. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I can see you. Yes. I know there's so many people watching from different platforms. Some are listening via podcasts, YouTube. I see you. Thank you, everybody. God bless you for joining. So please like and share this broadcast because we need to help people. People are going through a lot right now, and I know you know. All right. So what is stress? Now, I want to give you my own simple definition of that word stress. And I want you to write this down because it's going to be very helpful. Write it down, please. Now, when we say stress, stress is an intricate physiological and psychological response to various external and internal stimulus. I want to repeat this. Stress is an intricate physiological and psychological response to various external and internal stimulus. You know, stimulus is one. Uh, Stimuli is uh, the plural form. 
and and, and these these stimuli they they, they they challenge our equilibrium. So stress is an intricate physiological and psychological response to various external and internal stimuli that challenge our equilibrium, which means it challenges our balance. It challenges our balance. And sometimes we know that at times stress could be a motivator in certain situations. Not all the time. Sometimes stress is needed. But chronic and excessive stress can have a detrimental effect on our overall well-being. And to truly comprehend the science of stress, we need to explore its causes and effect in depth. Very important. We all know that sometimes stress is what will trigger you to become the best version of yourself. We all know that stress could be a determining factor on where you're going. Sometimes when you pray to God for strength, what are you indirectly doing? When you ask God, when you say, God, I need strength. God, give me strength. Directly or indirectly, you're telling God to give you stress, to give you challenges. Because without challenges, you would not know how strong you are. You would not know how tough you are, right? You will not know how strong you are. So sometimes stress could help you go to the next level. All right? I remember um, for those of you who are Christians, there is, a, I want you to remember um, Romans. Romans. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Now, that explains to you, because one thing that is constant in life is that you will always experience stress in life. It is part of life. The only people or the only things that do not experience stress are things that are non-living. Non-living things, they don't experience, they don't go through stress. A dead man or a dead woman doesn't feel anything anymore. They don't go through stress. So for as long as you are alive, you would always experience one level of stress or the other, right? And Romans 8.28, if you are not a Christian, it's very okay. Get you know, get bring out your phone, go to Google and 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 and, and search for it. Romans 8:28 says, and we know, look, with emphasis on, and we know, and we know that in all things, if you're listening to me, I want you to repeat this after me. Say, in all things, repeat this after me, please, and with conviction. In all things, 
Say it one more time. In all things. Yes. It says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want us to say this together. Or you can repeat this after me. Romans 8, 28. That's a very powerful verse for anybody who is going through stress right now. I don't know where you're listening to me from. I don't know where you're watching me from. But I want you to listen attentively and repeat this after me with conviction. It doesn't matter what level of stress you are going through right now. Repeat this after me. Say, and we know that in all things, what did I say? In all things, when I say all things, we're not talking about just what you are going through right now. I'm not talking about what the next person is going through right now. I'm not talking about what happened to you last week. We're talking about all things, be it your health, be it financial, be it spiritual. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him. And for those who have been called according to his purpose. So what does this tell you? It means that it doesn't matter what you're going through in your life right now. All you need to understand is that all things works for the good of those who love God. Basically, you need to understand the way God operates. That's what it means. How can you understand the way God operates? By studying God. Because the principles of life are in that book of life. In that book, in that Bible. The principles that would help you overcome your stress... They're all in the Bible. So God has already given us a guide. So are you going through stress? I want you to know that Romans 8, 28, Romans chapter 8, verse 28 is for you. Because we know, because I know, because I know. I know if you're going through stress right now, I want you to say this. Say, I know. Repeat this after me. Say, I know. I know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Yes. So let's talk about the causes of stress. I will be sharing with you five major causes of stress causes of stress what causes stress number one it could be environmental factors write this down write this down environmental factors i'll i'll try my best to be as fast as possible so that we can um, wrap it up 
Number one, environmental factors. Our surroundings can trigger stress. That we all know. Yes, it could be in the form of noise pollution. It could be in the form of overcrowding, right? Being in an environment where the people who live there, they, they transfer poverty from generation to generation. <laughs> I'm, sure you, you, I'm sure at some point in your life, you've seen people like that. Nobody breaks the jinx, the circle of poverty. Nobody breaks the circle, the chain of negativity. Nobody breaks the chain of suffering in that family. I'm sure you've seen a lot of them. So if you as a man or a woman, if you find yourself in that environment, and you know better, and you know that you have to do better, it could cause stress for you. Sometimes you could be in an environment of very negative people, very, very negative people. And you know for sure that these people are setting you back. That could cause stress for you. Yes. Sometimes you could be in an environment where, where, where you think, you have friends. You confide in them. And you realize that they go behind you and mess you up and tell all your secrets. That can stress you out. That can cause stress. Environmental factors. Number two, let's talk about work place pressure. This is something a lot of us go through. Workplace uh, pressure, right? Some days you would wake up feeling good, loving yourself, all dressed up and ready for the day. And, and when you get to the office, you would realize that things changed all of a sudden you would realize that you have a high workload tight deadlines realize that oh they just fired you, you know you, you could just get to work and see that they just laid off hundreds of people and you know you are not the best of the best what will happen I remember when I was working with one um, company so many years ago, and um, I was doing so well. I, typically, I'm someone who gives everything I do, my all, my best. You know, I, I work harder than I get paid to do. And on one fateful day, when I got to the office, when I resumed work that day, I noticed that in our meeting, so many people were not present at that meeting. I was like, hey, what's going on here? Where are these people? And they said, uh, 
Um, you know what? The, the company is not making any money. And uh, we decided to, to let so many people go. Really? Really? Although I knew I was a rookie. you know, Like I said, I, I give everything I do my best. So I was a rookie. So I was one of those that didn't fire. But what did that do to me that day? That again immediately, immediately activated something in me. Immediately I knew at that point that, hey, so they can just let go of anybody. Irrespective, it doesn't matter how good you think you are. You could get to work and the company would say, hey, we're facing bankruptcy. Workplace pressure is a major thing. It's a major cause of stress. When your colleagues get fired, you know oh, it, it might get to your turn one day. When they give you too much work to do, sometimes it could affect your productivity. Right? And number three, life changes. Life changes. This one, I love this one. I love to talk about this one because ah, I experienced it from when I was a teenager till date. Life changes. So major life events like moving, divorce, or the loss of a loved one can induce stress due to the adjustments required. I was, I was um, a teenager when I lost my dad, when my dad died. My dad was everything to me. He was my, my mentor, my superhero, my everything. He was a leader in the community. He was an engineer, a mechanical engineer, and the leader in the community. You know, they had some, some you know, the, 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 where he grew up, the school in that area, they have a, um, a sport group. In Nigeria, we call it um, inter-house sports. It was named after my dad. He was everything. He believed so much in helping people and helping the community. All I ever dreamt of was to be like him. And I lost him as a teenager. And I, I, can, I, can, I can imagine what his wife, my mom, felt. I can imagine what, what, what she went through because life happened. So I experienced that type of life change from when I lost my dad to when I got into the university. When I started hanging out with the wrong crowd, to when I made the transition from, you know, utilizing the foundational values instilled in me by my parents to adopting values that could have gotten me into serious trouble. So, life change or life changes can cause stress. 
It could be moving from one country to the other, trying to settle down. It could be stressful. Some people came to the United States. It took them 20 years, 25 years to get their residence permit. Yes. Things happen. And those, those can cause stress. And number four, let's write this down. Number four, financial worries. Now, this is a big one. Because right now, people are struggling, living paycheck to paycheck. Now, money-related concerns can significantly impact stress levels. When you have debt, so much debt, and don't even know how to pay back, job loss, or financial instability, all these can create constant worry. I have been there. I have been there. Living paycheck to paycheck, I have been there. Times where I couldn't even predict what my next meal would be, I have been there. Times where I would have to get out from the house, go from door to door, knocking on people's doors, not to ask them for money, but to ask them for food, food to eat. I have been there. So financial worries can lead to stress. Later on, we will talk about the coping mechanism. And number five, last one. The last cause of stress I will be talking about right now is relationship struggles. Relationship struggles. Now, tensions within personal relationships, whether it's romantic, familial, or social, can contribute to emotional stress. Yes, relationship struggles. That's another big one. Big, 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 big one. Big, big one. If you are... <laughs> relationship struggles that's a big one and you must choose wisely when it comes to that relationship struggles we must be very careful about that so now let's let's look into all these number one we talked about we're talking about still on the causes of stress here. We talked about environmental stress, environmental factor, workplace pressure, life changes, financial worries, relationship struggles, stress. There's a quote I love so dearly, so much, a quote by William James that says, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. <laughs> I want you to, to listen attentively to this. William James said, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought Choose one, just choose one thought over the other. Now, that's why we go around with this. 
That's why I go around with my journal. I go around writing things down. Because you don't want to get yourself confused. You must choose one thought over another. Now, what are the effects of stress here? Let's talk about the effects of stress. Number one, let's talk about the physical impact. Physical impact. Now, chronic stress can lead to a range of physical symptoms, which includes physical illness, such as headaches, digestive issues, you know, muscle tension, and even cardiovascular problems. Stress, physical impact, stress can cause cancer. In case you have forgotten, stress can cause cancer. So that's why we must be very careful. We must be intentional about what we think about, what we do. Number two, mental health. Prolonged stress is linked to mental health issues like anxiety, depression, and burnout. And these are topics that we shouldn't take for granted. So if you're listening to me right now, I want you to please like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Mental stress, yes. Prolonged stress, mental health, rather. Prolonged stress can lead to depression, anxiety, and burnout. It can affect cognitive function. It can affect your memory. It can also affect your concentration. So we must be very, very careful. Number three, immune system. Stress can affect your immune system because it weakens your immune system's response. And when your immune system is weak, what does it mean? It means you are susceptible to illnesses. It means you are susceptible to attacks from pathogens. Pathogens are disease-causing um, organisms pathogens so when you're stressed out when you're stressed out it affects your immune system so don't think you're doing anybody any good or any harm no you're help you're, you're hurting yourself when you keep malice with people you're hurting yourself you're weakening your immune system when you quarrel with with people all the time you're impacting your own immune system. So you must be mindful. I know people. I know. Look, if I start calling names now, I wouldn't live here. I know too many people who take quarreling as a hobby. Come on, don't do that again. If you, if you go about quarreling with people, yelling, wanting to fight everybody, no. Nah. You are, you are affecting your own health negatively. I want you to think about this. And for, fourthly, stress can affect your sleep. 
sleep disruptions. Stress can disrupt your sleep patterns. And when that happens, you would, you would now start having insomnia, right? And you don't want to have that. You don't want that. Try as much as possible to help yourself because your body is the temple of God. Your body is the temple of God. Number five, another effect of stress is behavioral changes. Behavioral changes. I hope you're writing all this down. Now, stress often triggers unhealthy coping mechanisms, such as overeating, substance abuse, or withdrawal from social activities. Absolutely. Yes. Behavioral changes. It affects you in all ways. So don't think you can stress yourself and not affect yourself. You will definitely negatively impact your life. And number six, impact on relationships. High stress levels can, can strain relationships, causing misunderstandings and conflicts. Yes, impact on relationships. I've seen relationships go from 10 to zero because of stress. I have seen relationships, people who were good because of stress. They couldn't control themselves. And they ended that relationship. So I want you to know that stress can cause a lot of things. Never, never, I mean, never, never underestimate. Never underestimate what stress can cause in your life. Sidney J. Harris once said, the time to relax is when you don't have time for it. Oh, my God. I want you to think about this. I love this quote. The time to relax is when you do not have the time for it. You know what that means? When you feel, hey, I need to get this done. Oh, I need to finish this. I am stressed out, but I need to get this done. I am worried. I need to get this done. If I don't get it done, I'll be fired from my job. If I don't get this done, I will, I will be offending someone. Look. Health is wealth. Take care of yourself. I love that quote from, from, from Sidney Harris. The time to relax is when you don't have time. When you feel and know and see that you are overworking yourself, that is the time to relax. It doesn't matter who's going to be offended. That is the time to relax. That is the time to tell yourself, 
Peace be still. That is the time for you to close your eyes and say to yourself, peace be still. That is the time to take a vacation, to go on a vacation. That is the time to take your paid time off. I hope you're listening to me. I know everything in life is a cliche, but it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that truly matters. So at this time of this presentation, I want to talk about the coping strategies. Coping strategies. And this is the fun part. All we've been talking about are the, the causes and the effects. But right now, we want to talk about the coping strategies. What are you going to do to help you overcome stress? I go through stress. I go through stress all the time because I'm building businesses. I am motivating and inspiring people. I have a family to run. So I have not gotten to that level that I would love to be. I have not gotten to that level that I want for myself. I go through stress, but because I understand the natural principles, it doesn't weigh me down. And those are some of the coping strategies I want to share with you. My blood pressure is normal. By the special grace of God, I thank you, God, for health. I thank you, God. For giving me the strength to overcome stress. I thank you, God, for using me this moment to speak to this person who's listening to me. God, may you grant this listener the strength, the power, and the ability to overcome stress. What are some of these coping strategies? Number one, healthy lifestyle. Sometimes it could be challenging to adopt a healthy lifestyle. But regular exercise, a balanced diet, and adequate sleep are crucial for managing stress. I don't get enough sleep. I don't. But I do my very best to relax as much as I possibly can. I take a lot of naps. I do a lot of writing at night. When people are sleeping, that's when I want to write. Because that's my creative moment. That's my creative period. That's a period where, that's a time of the day where I'm more relaxed, where, where my creativity is at its peak. Yes. But we must. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, I must. 
Say, I must do my best to live a healthy lifestyle. If you don't do it for yourself, help me do it for you. Because I want you to be able to listen to me. I want you to be there to watch me grow. I want you to be there to see me when I get to the peak of my career. I want you to be there to tell me, hey, John, I remember when you first started 25 years ago, 30 years ago. So promise me that you would choose to live a healthy lifestyle. What I have done for myself now is I have replaced going to certain places with going to the gym. That's what I do. So when I get off work, instead of going to a bar to use my money to purchase things that would kill me, things that would damage my liver, my lungs, I'll rather go to the gym and work out. Or don't get me wrong, though, I'm not a gym freak. I just do my best to go to the gym at least three days a week. Three days. Just minimum three days a week. I'm not that guy who, who goes to the gym to build muscles. No, I just take it easy. Go there, work on my cardio, you know, run on the treadmill, um, do a lot of pulling. It, it, cardio. Meet with new people who enjoy who enjoy taking care of their bodies, right? That's what I have chosen. They say for you to 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 easily get rid of a bad habit, you need to replace that bad habit with a good habit. There are certain places I can't go anymore. Because I am my brand. I am my intellectual property. And I need to make sure I protect me for me. I have a purpose in life. So a healthy lifestyle. Focus on incorporating a healthy lifestyle. My blood pressure is normal, and I thank God for that. I'm so happy. Blood sugar level, normal. Nothing. Health is wealth. Number two, mindfulness and meditation. When you practice meditation, deep breathing and mindfulness, this can reduce stress. Yes, when you're stressed out, tell yourself, peace, but still, calm down. Calm yourself down. Take deep breaths. In. Out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Do these several times. 
it calms you down. It works for me. Learn how to meditate. Learn how to be mindful. Number three, social support. Social support. Connecting with friends, not just any, you know, not just anyone. Connect with friends, family, or support groups. They can emotionally relieve you of stress. Connect with people who would not smile in front of you and stab you behind. You don't want people like that. That's even going to add to your stress. You don't want to hang around people who can't, who can't keep their mouth to, to, to themselves. When they talk to you about other people, <laughs> you know what happens when they leave you? Behind you, they talk about you. And don't be surprised. So do not let that stress you out. Have the right set of people around you. Les Brown would say, hang around only quality people. In my book titled The Morale Booster, I talked about positive minds only. Hang around people who only thrive in positivity. People who are willing to put in the work to help you and them become a better version of yourselves. Not those who engage you in gossips. Not those who engage you in things that will not help you grow. I have seen I have seen people who call themselves friends. When they receive phone calls from people who want to ask them for a favor, they put the phone on speaker for everybody in the room to hear what, what, what that person is saying. I have seen people like that. You don't need friends like that. People who think that they are friends with them, call them. And they put the phone on speaker when they have guests everywhere. And the person on the other end of the phone will be talking, expressing his stress, what he or she is going through, asking for a favor, and the whole world would hear what that person is talking about. You must be mindful of the people you hang around, because if not, it will increase your stress. So when we're talking about social support, don't 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 run to groups where they will mock you. Don't run to groups where they will not help you grow, because that would increase your stress. Now, time management is the fourth one. Coping strategies. You should be able to keep yourself organized. So when it comes to time management, 
organizing tasks and prioritizing responsibilities can help you reduce stress. So if you don't have a journal, I want you to go buy one today. These journals are not expensive. You see, I have lots of papers in here. <laughs> They're not expensive. You don't have, you don't necessarily need to get an expensive journal. Just get one and put a pen, buy a pen as well, put the pen inside. And always write down your daily tasks. Write down your daily tasks and prioritize them. Take it one task at a time, one task at a time. These are things that I do every day, one task at a time. It doesn't matter if you're not able to, to get everything on your list done that day. But when you get anyone done, you strike it off. I learned this as a child. It's been part of me. I remember being a very young child. My mom would call me and say, John, she would come to the room in the middle of the night when a young man like myself will be fast asleep. <laughs> my mom would come and, and she would wake me up and say, hey, hey, get up, get up, get up, get up, my son, get up, get up. I'll struggle and I'll, I'll wake up. I'll say, hey, hey, mom. What's up? Good evening, mom. Ah, is, is everything okay? You say, yes, my son, sit down. I'll sit down. She does that a lot. At about from 1, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., she comes into the room. I'll sit down. And she'll say, my son, what exactly do you want God to do for you? I'll say, Mom, so you just woke me up again. Again. It's not as if you are doing it for the first time. Again, Mom. But anyway, I know if I don't answer this, you would leave here, right? So, okay. I want God to, to bless me with a lot of money. I want God to do this. I want God to do that. I want God to make me graduate from school. You know, I would list everything. And after listing all these things that I want God to do for me, my mom would, would, would patiently listen. And when I'm done, she would say, my son, that's awesome. It means you know what you want. Is that correct? I'll say, yes, I do, of course. She would say, okay, now go get a pen, a piece of paper, and write down everything you just said now. And I'll quickly go, but I'll be upset because you just allowed me patiently to give you a list. And now you're asking me to write them down. I'll go get a pen, write it down. And she would say, my son, go and put it right there because my mom is a staunch Catholic. She has an altar. She has an altar, a place where she keeps her um, Catholic ornaments, Catholic uh, accessories. She would say, go and put it there, my son. That's your petition to God. Yeah, I would run, drop my petition to God after writing them and come back to her. She would say, sit down. Do you know the reason why I'm asking you to write these out, my son? I'll say, why, mom? She would say, because God answers prayers faster when you write them down.
And she would say, whenever God answers anything on that list, I want you to go right there, strike it off, and return that paper there until everything on that list has been provided. Is that clear? I'll say yes. Is that clear? I'll say yes, ma'am. Good night, my son. You know, so she taught me how to manage myself, how to write down my tasks, how to write down the things I need to accomplish, my goals. So time management is very important. And this is the last coping strategy I will be talking about right now. Number five, seek professional help. Seek professional help. If stress becomes unmanageable, seeking the guidance of a mental health professional is advisable. Now, this is full disclosure that I am doing right now. I am not a mental health professional. I am not. I'm not the right person to help you. What I'm sharing with you right now are strategies that have worked for me. So seek help. I am not a, a psychologist. I am not a counselor. But I know a thing or two because I have been through life. So what I'm telling you right now is not in any way, shape, or form a professional advice. These are just what I do. You can give them a try, but always seek help when help is needed. And, and when you believe in the principles of nature, you will not be stressed at all. Even when people betray you, you will not be stressed. Even when, when people lie on you, you will not be stressed. Even when, when people plan to set you backwards, you will not be stressed. There is nothing you ask God for that God will not give you. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, there is nothing I ask God for that he will not do for me. One more time. There is nothing that I ask God for that he will not do for me. Yes. You remember Psalm 18, Psalm chapter 18, verse 6. For those of you who are Christians, I want to I want you to go and look it up. Psalm 18, 6, chapter 18, verses 6. You remember in that chapter, in that verse. David recognized God. Psalm 18:6. David recognizes in that in that verse that he was about to be checkmated 
He was about to be canceled. He was about to be. <laughs> Are you going through stress? Can you remember what you went through during the, 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 the coronavirus? Psalm 18.6. David recognizes that he was about to be checkmated. And he laid his heart, his confidence, his pride, his hope, and his future before the Lord. God. Remember, David called and his petition traveled to the throne room of God. And you remember what happened. God came to his rescue. There is nothing too big for you to ask God for. I want you to repeat this after me. Say, so there is nothing, absolutely nothing, too great for God to handle. Repeat it one more time. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, too great for God to handle. It doesn't matter whether it's at your place of work, whether it's at your job, your business, what it has to do with your business, what it has to do with your relationship, what it has to do with, with your finances. There is absolutely nothing too great for God It doesn't matter. Are you going through bankruptcy? Are you going through a major illness? Look, my communication mentor, Mr. Les Brown, born in an, he was born in an abandoned building, labeled mentally uneducated. He, he, he was labeled DT. He was labeled as someone who cannot even assimilate. He was diagnosed with cancer. Told that he would die. But today he's still strong, living. He beat cancer. He gave cancer a tick, tick blow, boom. Do you know how many people have have, have a, a beat cancer? I want you to rise up this moment. It doesn't matter. There's nothing God cannot do. Get out of that stress. It's not worth it. That job is not worth it. That business is not worth it. That relationship is not worth it. Get out of there. Shake it off. And tell yourself, peace, be still. Peace, be still. Repeat this after me. Say, peace, be still.
Yes. Nothing is too great for God to handle. Believe in God. Believe in the natural principles that God has given to you and I. And life will be easy. Don't stress yourself. Do not. Do not stress yourself. Here is a quote by Eckhart Tolle. And, and, and this quote says, stress is caused by being here. But you want to be there. Stress is caused by being here, but wanting to be there. You are here right now. And you want to be on the other side at the same time. It doesn't work that way. Focus on one thing. And reduce your stress. I want you to like and share this broadcast because there is definitely somebody out there who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. The level of depression is at its peak globally. The level of anxiety is at its peak globally. And we must do everything we can to help people. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist. What I am speaking about right now is not in any way, shape, or form a professional advice. But I am telling you that when you trust God, when you believe in God and follow the ways of God, Nothing will stress you. It doesn't matter. Nothing will stress you. Take care of yourself. Because you are all you've got. Do you know that after all the troubles, all the struggles, you will not live this life alive? Are you aware of that? You will not live this life alive. Nobody, I will not, you will not. At the end of the day, nobody's going to live this life alive. So why worry yourself? Find your purpose. Live a life of purpose. A life of purpose is a life of no stress. A life of purpose is a life of no stress. Once again, I want you to repeat this after me. Say, so there is nothing, nothing too big for God to handle. Think about it. It doesn't matter. What you're going through right now will eventually change at some point. Because change is constant. I don't know who's listening to me right now. I don't know where you're listening to me from. I don't even know. 
what you know about yourself. Probably right now, all you're focused on is how to overcome your stress. But here is what I want to tell you. That everything in life has a season and a time. Your stress has a season. It has a time. What does that mean? Anything that has a time or a season has an expiry date. Oh, yes, you and I, we have an expiry date. We came into, the, we came into this world naked, empty, and we will leave this world empty. So that's why right now, you need to channel your focus to your calling. Because you don't want to leave this earth without removing every gift that God gave you. You don't want to leave this earth without emptying yourself. Because you have to leave empty. You have to leave empty. What does it mean? All the gifts given to you by God. The creativity, the brain, the influence, everything. You have to utilize all of them through the principles of God. That's the way you can live a stress-free life. I don't let things bother me. Here is one secret. When I'm going through any form of stress, the first question I ask myself is, John. What you are stressing yourself about right now, can you control it? The moment I answer no, if I tell myself it's not something I can control right away, you know what I do? Immediately, I tell myself, John, peace, be still. Repeat this after me, ladies and gentlemen. So when I go through stress, I would remind myself, and say to myself, peace, be still. That's what I want you to do. It works for me. It works for everybody. I don't know where you're listening to me from. Neither do I know how much you know about yourself. But here is one thing that I know for sure about you. I know that you are an abode of greatness. You have greatness in you. Think about it. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. God bless you. Like and share this broadcast. If you want to purchase my book, The Morale Booster, click on the link in my bio or click on the link in the caption and purchase the book. You can also get it on Amazon. These are books that I wrote specifically for you. Books on how I was able to change the trajectory for myself. If you do not read books or you are not in the mood to read books, I want you to buy the book as a gift for your friends who are going through stress. 
for your family members who are trying to discover what their purpose in life is. For your children, I make my kids read my books every time. So these are kids-friendly books. These are books that can help your children develop a winning mindset. And if you feel compelled in any way, if you feel that my message has in any way, shape, or form transformed your life, if it has impacted you or anyone you know positively, and from the bottom of your heart, you know you want to support what we do, go to my website and make a donation. We will truly appreciate you. And to those of you who are currently, who are already supporting us with donations, look, my heart goes out to you. I love you. Thank you. Your support goes a long way to support other people. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I see somebody sending me messages. Okay, I see a lot of messages here right now. Some messages from uh, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. Awesome. Yes, let me just click on one before I go. I have spent over an hour here today, and it's been a pleasure. Yes, Rosalinda. She said, there is nothing I ask God for that he will not do for me. Yes, there is nothing that God will not do. God bless you. It's been a pleasure and a privilege sharing the message that I have been mandated by God to give to you. All praise to God. All blessings and honor. To the Almighty God. Take care of yourself, everybody. God bless you.